0: is dr rick dropping in on you hope everybody is having an unbelievable start to your week it is monday you know what that means it's money monday it's where we talk about uh money management money generation revenue generation uh how to uh improve our financial situation from the front end wealth building wednesday is more on the back end what do you do your mo- with your money once you make it uh to generate a situation where your money begins to work for you money monday is about what you do to create that stream of re- revenue outside of traditional jobs or what you do with it once you uh, work a traditional job but uh everything is on 10 right now on social media all the energy is coming in especially in the black community uh all the energy is coming in from the incident that happened in Montgomery, Alabama, uh at the Riverfront Park, if I'm not mistaken. Uh a brawl that took place on the pier uh concerning uh some type of boat blocking a river boat and uh the dock uh dockhand asking them to move it. Dockhand happen to be black, they happen to be white, they jumped it. All hell broke loose and blacks responded. Um Let me be the first to say, as a person outside of what I do in business who has had three decades of being directly engaged and involved in the black community in a massive way. uh, I am glad to see us functioning in a unified, synced mechanism to stand up for one another. And this happened. Because one person got in trouble, one person initially responded. The, uh, the guy swimming, is that's, that's mad crazy because it also attacks a stereotype concerning blacks. But to swim, to get there, to, to stand in defense of another brother was huge. But the first responder, this one brother that's looking down and there are eight guys on one guy and he rushes in to make it eight on two, uh, is massively important. And so a lot of energy is on there. Everybody's excited. 50 million memes floating around. And I know that's where the conversation is right now. Uh, and I don't want to step on it, but I do want to take it. I think uh, there's a difference between being excited and being inspired. And I think that we should look at it from a position of how does it inspire us? Get excited about because Because when you get excited about it, exciting excitement has a very short shelf life. It is not very enduring. It doesn't have endurance and resilience. You get excited and you come down. When you become inspired, you hold on to what made you excite excited long after the excite, excitement uh, subsides. It becomes something meaningful to you. It becomes something that challenges you, something that encourages you, something that gives you a sense of reason and purpose. I think that what we need to look at is here is... In the same manner that we responded and resisted the idea that you can push us around physically we need to be doing the same thing economically we need to be doing the same thing politically we need to be doing the same thing socially and i think it's important for us to stand it's hard to resist being manhandled on a socioeconomic level when there is a wealth gap between you and the power structure of uh god 177 uh, 1,000 median household wealth versus 17,000, and the gap is widening, uh, you have to understand that you're going to have to, at some point, invest in being more capable to match your physical prowess with your economic prowess. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the responsibility of... Of Being able to improve our ability to resist being mishandled, misused, manipulated, controlled, uh, undervalued, underpaid and so many other things in the same way that we saw those people in Alabama resist being physically assaulted and attacked. I I think that, yeah, we need to, uh, you know, it's there's a fun element to it because there was so much going on. But that's also like, yeah, that that, that's right. We're not going to take that. And I think that's necessary. I think that we do need the the excitement that comes with it. But I think the inspiration has to be uh, of greater value here. And I'm just saying that because eventually we'll stop talking about this. It'll be like every other thing that came across and got viral energy. Something else will replace it. Some other conversation will replace it. And I think that if you anchor it more in the realm of inspiration, then the excitement isn't what keeps it going. It's the idea that we can do the same thing. uh, Economically, financially, we can become more uh, uh, collaborative in our efforts to be financially soluble, be financially uh, potent, uh, to be powerful. And so That's the challenge that I want to make here. Before I move more into this, I want to remind you, I've actually sort of as a celebration of this thing, extended the offer I had this weekend, which is uh, the Path to Generational Wealth 18-month course being offered um, at half off. So instead of the regular $26.95, it's $13.47.50. Uh, for the remainder of the day. It was supposed to expire last night at 11.59, but I extended it to, de- first of all, today's Money Monday. Second of all, there's so much uh, Black cohesiveness right now. I'm hoping that we can get some momentum and start talking about how we challenge the other areas because physicality is one thing, but so much of what we experience is outside on the re- outside the realm of our physicality, uh, a place where we can usually show dominance, but it's in our economic stability in our business ownership in in our uh investment strategies in those things we can't stop gentrification not because we're not physically strong but because we're not economically strong because we don't have an economic plan so uh the path to generational wealth course is an 18-month course took me 10 years to compile the information in this course and to put it together uh it's normally 26.95 uh for the remainder of the day is 13 47 50. but you're going to also get a number of bonuses uh including the seven day online business launch course which is my blueprint for creating revenue streams online what i've done for the last 13 plus years online showing you how i've done it over and over and over again in different industries and areas to generate multiple streams of income in diverse industries and you can do the same thing that's going to be absolutely free but more importantly Uh, You have the option here of either using Afterpay or or using the organization or institution-sponsored installment plan so that you don't have to pay it all up front. You can pay it in installments up to six months with Afterpay, and you can pay up to 12 months uh, with the installment plan using the institution or academy-sponsored installments. Or you can pay in full. If you pay in full, you get five sessions with yours truly a $3,000 value at no additional charge. Uh, The links are in the description box. I'm really hoping that you guys will take advantage of this before it expires tonight. And here's why. What we are dealing with here isn't an issue of morality, although it's often presented and we often interpret it through the lens of morality. We're not dealing with morality. We're dealing with power. Power responds to the thing that created are dissipated and that is finance that is wealth that is the ability to resource ideas and so when you have these unbelievable minds but you don't have the ability to resource ideas I've spent 30 years researching over 80,000 hours the black enigma, everything from multi-generational transmission of trauma, economic disparities, disproportionality, in special education referrals, other academic and educational um, issues, uh, intimate partner violence, uh, African-American adolescent and young adult male violence, and on down the line. And I have come up with an unbelievable amount of information that is capable of really truly shifting who we are, but it has to be financed and funded. Uh, For the most part, everything I've done has been me. 90 plus percent of what I've done, I've done uh, financing myself and there have been others who have supported me along the way. And I love every last one of you from the person who has donated um, substantial amounts to the person who has given a dollar. You mean the world to me because you are the vote of confidence in what I do. And so I thank you for that. But There has to be a greater response. There has to be a greater level of engagement, but more on a personal level. Forget what someone like me is doing. And yes, uh, we do need to show love and show support for people who are out there actually putting in the effort to support a group idea or a racial idea with their own genius. I think we need to really truly have a conversation about that. But we also have a... A more intense personal responsibility to be financially responsible to get away from the consumer mindset to get away from thinking that we can achieve power through symbolism uh, and what normally happens on a subconscious level is that when we can't have something we will be become satisfied with the symbol so we go out and we buy things that we can't really truly afford that we generally are pushing ourselves to the edge are going in debt to have to say we've arrived we want people to see us we we we, we outpurchase even though there's this huge wealth gap of 177,000 in median household wealth to 17,000 in median household wealth we purchase Two times more Mercedes-Benzes than they do in a year. We spend two billion dollars on Jordans, 2.5 billion, 2.3, $2.5 billion on Jordans annually. We um spend somewhere roughly around $573 billion between Halloween and Christmas. Um somewhere along $45 billion for Halloween 53 billion for uh, Thanksgiving and a whopping 470 something billion for Christmas and we are so we're in the, uh we're on the last rung of the socioeconomic ladder uh, consumerism is this mindset that my value is satisfied and but but it's also driven by a pleasure center they have told you that happiness is in things There is Madison Avenue, Wall Street, Washington, D.C., Silicon Valley. All of these major players have convinced you that it's in buying things that you achieve happiness. They've even redefined the term happiness to include pleasure and the truth of the matter is scientifically speaking they come from two totally different parts of the brain and the secretion of two different hormonal neurotransmitters serotonin and dopamine i don't want to get too technical in this but dopamine excites neurons and it, it a neurotransmitter transmits information from one neuron to the next but it during the tr- process the neural overexcited with dopamine and and what happens is when a is over overexcited too often or too frequently too intensively it starts to die so into it to protect itself it will start shutting down neuroreceptors so there aren't as many to receive the dopamine message and what happens then is that means you've got to what take twice as much of what you've been taking gambling pornography Uh, shopping in in the mall, buying cars, all these things that are exciting you because you're pursuing happiness in things. Well, the thing is, in order to protect itself, these neuroreceptors are shutting down, making you need to buy more things in order to achieve the same level of this feeling you get, which is an excitement that, and it's actually a feeling of pleasure, not happiness, two totally different things. Serotonin, on the other hand, is a is a neuroinhibitor. It's a neurotransmitter, tra- uh, but it's a neuroinhibitor, meaning that it actually slows the firing down. It can it can pr- provide balance, but it also slows the firing down. What does it do? It creates a level of calm. Um, some of the newer meditation people call it a Zen level. It's in 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 uh, in in religious sectors, it's called joy, but it's a level of contentment that is not responsive to situation in other words you can have your happiness and have a bad day you can have your happiness and have a situation you can have your happiness and not have the bins you can have the bins and lose the bins and still have your happiness because it's in a level of contentment and a level of satisfaction and a level that can be sustained over time and does not drive you now the same thing with dopamine that causes you to have to buy more do more to achieve this excitement that kills these neurons, eventually what happens is you got to do more and more and more of it just to get the same feeling. And eventually you can't get it. And it's called what? Tolerance. And once the neuron completely dies, it's called what? Addiction. This is how you become addicted to drugs. This is how you become addicted to sex. This is how you become addicted to gambling. This is how you become addicted to pornography. This is how you become addicted to shopping and all of these other things. And you're chasing it and you're going into debt to get it. And you're making other people wealthy and making yourself miserable because guess what? You still can't get that feeling anymore. So now you're telling yourself, I can't be happy. It used to be money by itself and money still plays a major role in divorces. But now the number one response is I'm not happy. Why? You can say it's it's money issues, but it's actually, I can't buy enough stuff to be happy. And we've got to redefine that. We have to redefine that. But we've also mean it means we're going to have to shift how we think about money. See, it's not just the instruments of wealth. It's the mindset of wealth that's important as well. See, people who have a wealth mindset are looking to invest. People who have a consumer mindset are looking to buy two totally different things. Money is leaving you uh, both times, both ways. One is going out to find a way to bring more money back in. The other is going away to find things that provide momentary uh, elation that over time dwindles. That new car doesn't give you the same feeling two months, three months down the line. Why? Because, number one, that excitement can't be sustained on a physiological, neurological level, but also because now the reality of what I've got to pay for it and, and 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 all the other stuff starts to go off so what you look you're looking for the next thing that will give you that feeling you don't spent 80 100 110 twenty thousand dollars on the vehicle this luxury vehicle that makes you stand out that gives the appearance that you've arrived you spent it and now you don't have the feeling anymore you didn't spend it with an idea of what you could do with it that might create value you didn't spend it with okay You know, and there are certain times that it may because we are a visual people, the optics matter. You can't go out and say you're successful in certain spheres and pull up in a Toyota, despite the fact that the number one car driven by millionaires is a Toyota Camry. Why? Because the people who are driving the Toyota Camry aren't trying to impress people. They are making moves. They know how to operate. They, they, they've established a thing. But if you're trying to build your business, in order for you to uh, present success, people want to see, well, how I know you're successful and how people judge success are things. I tell people all the time, success isn't your things. Your things are a result of your success. Success is this progressive movement towards a worthwhile goal. You got to ask yourself, is the goal that I'm moving to worthwhile? Is it worthy of my effort? Is it worthy of my time? Is it worthy of the money that I'm pouring into it? And if it is, then you are successful. You may not be there yet. It's not just arriving at the goal. It's not just getting the car. It's not just getting the house. It's not just hitting your financial mark. It's the progress because every time you progress, it means you've grown and you need to grow in the mindset of building. That's the thing that we've got to learn. So when I go back and I look at this symbolic happening of this weekend uh, in Montgomery, I'm happy because I see black people standing up for black people. I, I, I see black people saying, not on my watch. I see black people saying, this is not uh, your daddy's Alabama. Uh, I, I I see the willingness to sit up and say, hey, I got time. and And, and, and I'm with that. I'm with that i am definitely with that you cannot come up on a brother definitely not a sister when i'm around it's just simply not going to happen it's just built in me and it's been that way this isn't new for me it's been that way it's just not gonna happen but to see it happen in unison in such force it's like when dude threw his hat it was like a call for everybody with our forces white or black time to ride and it's you know i'm being a little facetious but i'm serious as a heart attack but here's the thing that has to translate into the era into the area and arena of true power see i like when i see that i get excited because to me i see more than that i see a mindset that says i'm tired i see a mindset that says enough I see a mindset says this, this, that time right here. We got time. Let's make, let's do this. I see that, but then I say, okay, how can that translate into the sphere of influence that really impacts us? See, we're impacted socioeconomically. If we get into a battle where it's just throwing hands, we are usually going to win that unless we're dealing with someone who is professionally trained, and then you know, it all depends. We've had to fight growing up. We've had to fight to defend ourselves, defend our sisters, defend our brothers. We've had to do this. So it's actually instinctively in us. I think that we're extending it and starting to see one another as brothers more and more, which is is to me also a victory. Why? Because we are constantly being fed that we're each other's enemies. So, To see that is great, but I want to see it transcend into what? Into us doing things that protect us socioeconomically, advance us socioeconomically, give us the strength to be able to effectively, what? Prepare and empower our children, which is the true nature of education. Education isn't simply the attainment of academic skills. Education is also the uh, holistic part of preparation and empowerment that starts in the home. That, that, that starts with a sense of identity, a sense of self, a sense of self-awareness that uh, builds on self-confidence, self-esteem uh, and allows our children to go out and not only compete in the world that's inherently hostile towards them, but to win. And that starts with our ability to produce and provide for them. It starts with ownership. We need to start owning our own businesses. We need to start uh, building and uh, financing, residential uh, development, resident, residential restructuring, urban renewal within our communities with our money so that we can stop gentrification. We can stop our ancestors and, well, our, excuse me, our elders from losing their properties because they simply can't afford property tax. And, 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 and this is happening all across the United States. And it's within our power to stop if we shift our mindset. So when I created the path, to generational wealth course, I created it hoping to empower my people. Hoping that at some point they would see the value in literally learning that there's not some magic switch you get because you're white. That gives you the inside. They have, number one, a head start. Number two, they have a culture of talking about and connecting. And the thing is, they don't have to like each other to collaborate. Their their focus in 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 in, in, in mindset around relationship is different than ours. We will not work with someone we don't like, but then we'll go work around them all day long for pennies on the freaking dollar, be miserable. Eighty five percent of Americans show up to jobs they hate every freaking day. Eighty five percent. And we are a significant portion of that population. And we show up and we work with them. We can't stand them. We can't wait to get out. We've seen videos and we've seen uh, shorts of, you know, this woman going off about how she's got to get her head right and pretend she wants to be there and pretend. And that is so many of us when the truth of the matter is a lot of that can change if we shift our mind and start focusing on the ways we change it ourselves. It's not their responsibility to change it for us. It's our responsibility to look inside of ourselves and say, what can I do differently? And the beautiful thing that I learned in the 10 years it took me to put this together I've never had a problem with coming together and creating ideas to start businesses. That's been my thing. I've been good at it for a very long time. But but true wealth building and all the dynamics that go in, I learned a lot in that 10-year period. And the thing I learned is all of that stuff that they have, it's accessible to us as well. Now, obviously, there's the good old boy thing where you can get the inside hookup, up, and, but you don't need the inside hookup. You need the right mindset and you can go out and you can find ways you create it. And over time, you can create your own good old boy network where we're connecting and hooking one another up. And that has to be something else. If you see somebody that's doing something phenomenal, hook them up, connect them. Call somebody and say, hey, you need to talk to this person. Call somebody and say, if you need this done, that person does it. We need to start doing that more and more and more and more. Instead of critiquing Black businesses so heavily, we need to understand the challenges that Black businesses face so that we can understand how we may be able to facilitate better customer service, facilitate, you know, because the business and client and customer relationship. It's complex. The more information a business has, the customer intel, customer intelligence, the more a business has, the better experience they can they can get. But you got to understand, because we don't own anything on a vertical level, it's hard for us to have better pricing. See, vertical economics says I don't only operate on the retail level, I operate on a distribution and a manufacturing level. Why is that important? Because if I operate on a manufacturing and a distribution level, I can I control the prices at the retail level. So that means I can give breaks to black businesses that will allow them to compete financially with larger businesses, white businesses, Asian businesses. One of the reasons why blacks make up 96% of the revenue in the beauty supply industry, but only on 3% of the businesses, is because manufacturing and distribution is primarily dominated by what? Asians. So what happens? Even when you decide, man, I'm going to go into the beauty supply business, you open up your shop, you're getting. Uh, Charge three or four times what your asian counterpart is getting charged uh, And then they are what pricing you out of the business. That's why you don't see those businesses stay open long It's simple mathematics. We have to become more involved. We have to become more aware We've got to be willing to put the same energy into the mental and financial and Socioeconomic element and component as we were in the physical element of what took off in alabama we need to take that as inspiration and not just bathe in the excitement of it for a temporary time and then it just moves in the wayside and we're on to the next thing we need to look up and sit up and say what is it symbolic of what can we take away from this what should we be using how do we translate it into other uh, other areas of existence in our lives so that we can become more powerful so that we can become a force to be reckoned with so that we can make our presence felt that is the question so again my, my challenge today is hey we have way more capacity to do far more than what we're doing shout out to the brothers that stood up for that young man who was simply doing his job Um. I am also, uh, I am very, I have been on record as being extremely critical of law enforcement. Uh, I have made some allies within law enforcement to work with families in the communities uh, in certain cities across, including the city in which I operate in. Uh, And I know that there are people in those uh, organizations who care, but I I know what I've also seen over the course of my life and what I've seen happen to my brothers. So I've been very critical, but what I will say is i saw just as many white people if not more handcuffed as i did blacks and so i'm gonna acknowledge that because i believe acknowledging the truth is a part of what creates credibility it's also what creates trust along the lines of making some things happen um and so again i'm excited about what we can possibly do with the energy that's created here if we can translate that energy into inspiration versus excitement. And so that's my thing, man, let's take this and turn it into something else. Uh, Again, finally, once again, uh, as a celebration of what took place this weekend, also as a celebration of this being money Monday, I extended the weekend special, uh, where we took the path to generational wealth course, this thing that took me 10 years to build. That's an 18 month course. Uh, I mean, it is everything A to Z in wealth building. I mean, I took their minds and I picked their minds and it took years because number one, it took several years to start to, to get them to, to even agree to, to communicate with me. But I didn't stop. Be resilient in pushing in pushing your passion and your dream. If you believe that something's going to happen, don't you take no as a, a, as a final answer. You go until you get the yes. Trust me, I've had to do it multiple times, but I am so... Thankful that I didn't quit, that I didn't say, man, I'm not doing this. I'll figure it out and I'm going to do what I do. I wanted it and I wanted it for a reason. And I have gotten to that and I put it out there. It's there and it's worth way more. It's worth more than any college course you can take right now, because if you can master 20% of what's in this course, it will change your life and it would allow you to teach other people and change their lives. And that's what I want to see happen. So on that note, look, I'm gonna get ready to get off here. I could talk about this all day long. I'm, you know, uh, so I'm gonna get off. But again, um, if you want to get it half price, there are a couple of ways you can do it. You can do it uh, through Afterpay uh, or you can pay in full on the same link as Afterpay. Uh, But if you pay in full, you get five sessions at no additional choice, five sessions with yours truly. So I'm going to walk you through. beginning stages of getting through this get an idea of where you at get you set up really truly work through some things and get you on the right path if you've never worked with me before uh just go check out some of my content and imagine the energy that goes into my message the energy that goes into the way that I challenge, the way that I teach, the way that I move, the problem solving that I do, and I say all of that energy is pointed solely towards you and only you and what you're dealing with. And imagine what can come out of that. Uh, I have an unbelievable success rate in working with people one on one. I'm one of the best, and I do it internationally. So again, if you want to pay in full, the whole thirteen forty seven fifty, that's what you get. But if you want to pay in installments, you can use Afterpay and break it down into either bi-weekly, four bi-weekly installments or as much as six months, depending on what you qualify for. Or if you want to break it down to 12 monthly installments, you can go to uh, the actual Legacy Wealth Academy site where the class is actually presented and choose the installment uh, place. Now, the the regular price is going to be up if you pay in full on that. Don't pay in full on there. Uh, But the installments will uh, will you can click installments and it'll tell you how to do it so you can do either those ways but if you pay in full uh the 1347 you get the five sessions with me and that's a three thousand dollar value in and of itself so that's that Uh, i hope that um i've helped you i hope that i've given you something to think about look if you believe in what you've heard today if you believe that it may help somebody share it. Uh, Click the like button. And if you're, you're on a channel in which you can just subscribe, subscribe. On that note, look, I'm out of here. As I always say, I live my life on full so that when I leave this place, I die on E. I challenge you to do the same thing. On that note, I'm out of here.